Before we begin, please note that this podcast is intended for mature audiences. I am not a doctor or a therapist, and nothing I say should take the place of a relationship with a qualified medical or mental health professional. Take care. Hello, and welcome to Resting Scared. This is the podcast where I talk about health challenges and health anxiety and mental health. And also, my name's Mary. How are you today? What are we looking forward to this week? I have book club later this week, which is exciting because I actually really love the book this month, which actually isn't unusual. I usually like the books we read, but this is one that I suggested that I hadn't actually read. I just like had a feeling that it would be good. And I was so right because it is so fun and so ridiculous. And I actually am pretty sure that Ben and I are going to base our Halloween costume off of it. So the book is called Angelica Frankenstein Makes Her Match um, by Sally Thorne. And it's about Victor Frankenstein's sister. Um, so Victor Frankenstein, the scientist who created the monster in the classic book novel by Mary Shelley. And Angelica is like, you know, very unlucky and dissatisfied in love and decides that she's going to make her perfect man out of the body parts from other dead men and bring him to life um, as they do. And... As you can imagine, chaos ensues, but no more spoilers if you want to read that book. That wasn't really a spoiler, that's like the plot, but yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to, and that's Book Corner. (laughs) Let's move on. Here we are. Today is September 26th, and in 2014, a really horribly tragic event known as the Iguala mass kidnapping unfolded in Mexico. So this was really not that long ago, and a group of 43 students um, from rural teachers college disappeared in the city of Iguala Guerrero and these aspiring teachers were on their way to a protest when they were intercepted by local police forces Um, and the students were subsequently handed over to a very well-known like cartel gang and that is truly like the the accepted theory of what happened to them, although there isn't um, any sort of a conclusion about their exact fate. Um, Their whereabouts remain largely unknown. Um, Yeah, and if you are like me and you're like, why hadn't I heard of that before? Yeah, like that's a really good question. this is just something that I found when I was, uh, you know, looking at different days options. And 
you know, apparently many journalists have, who have either reported on this or tried to report on it, have been killed. Um, so it seems like a massive cover-up. So, um, yeah, I'm going to recommend some further reading slash listening in the show notes. But I just thought I would, you know, this is definitely not a true crime podcast. Um, but that really stood out to me because I'd never heard of it before. And it is known, that event is known as the Iguala Mass Kidnapping. Um, so I'm going to link some more information in case you are interested, if you want to learn from your own, for your own, um, about a really scary tragedy. Today, I feel the need to talk about a new and different subset or category or whatever of OCD that definitely does apply to me and I think is actually really common. Um, You know, I've heard it said many times that OCD comes after what you love and cherish the most. And so for me, who has a ton of health anxiety anyway and worries a lot about health, um, and I have, you know, I have rituals around my health, I have some superstitions, some just really like compulsive behavior. Um, That is a big OCD trigger for me. In general, I think that that's probably my biggest OCD struggle or one of them, Um, but it's definitely not the only one. Uh, So do you know about relationship OCD or our OCD? So with relationship OCD, I mean, I'm sure you can guess health OCD, yeah, health OCD is about your health, relationship OCD is about your relationships, you got it, you're smart. Goodbye! Just kidding. Um, So with relationship OCD, your mental compulsions or fears have to do with the person, a person that you're in relationship with, and this can definitely apply to all sorts of relationships. I feel, although I generally see it talked about, you know, primarily in romantic partnerships. Okay, so you are in a relationship and you are head over heels in love, but suddenly you start to doubt everything. Um, Is this person really the one? Do they truly love me? Is there someone better out there? And that, my friends, is the hallmark of relationship OCD. Um, And don't get me wrong, having doubts in a relationship is normal to some degree, I think. We all have them from time to time, but like our OCD does take it to a whole new level and you find yourself endlessly analyzing aspects every aspect of your relationship or comparing your relationship to everyone else's and this can definitely also combine with other triggers like that you know we can have compounding OCD triggers um so for example for me my my relationship OCD shows up less in the whole like does this person really love me is there someone better like 
that's not really where my head goes, but one of my biggest issues is that I have so many doubts about my own personality. <laughs> Um, my own feelings and like my own reality and that has definitely you know personality obsession has definitely been a thing for me many times and maybe it just is one like maybe that's just one of my like top things but yeah I find myself wondering if I really feel the way I feel or is it just what like I don't even know what the other the other half of that thought is but do I really feel the way I feel? Um, I find myself checking in with every little emotion to the point where, of course, like the biggest emotion happening for me is just, you know, anxiety, um, stress, you know, cortisol shooting through my body. <laughs> um, so one of my biggest issues is questioning myself and always trying to like catch myself in something. Um, I don't know if this really is even making sense but it's like I am constantly like monitoring my feelings and my words for confirmation that I am in fact a bad person or a deceitful person or a manipulative person or an unfeeling person or something like that um and so with this something that can pop up with OCD in relationships is this idea of oversharing, maybe to the point of like confessing. Um, so I'll tend to tell my partner like almost every thought that enters my head, it seems like intrusive thoughts or otherwise, but especially, actually, especially if it paints me in like a less than good, great light, like I feel the need to share everything negative because if I don't I feel like I am tricking my partner into being with me and I will I, I mean I'll spend half a day like stressed about this you know um like really worried am I am I lying about something am I tricking somebody into something um and it's a lot for everyone. And you know, this is one that I'm definitely working on and I've, I have gotten better, you know, because it's something that we've, you know, my partner and I have been able to talk about and we address it and I address it in therapy. And, but it's something that kind of, that kind of like compulsive sharing is literally the same thing as googling a symptom because what it is really at the end of the day is assurance seeking it's a it's about not being able to handle uncertainty and it might be a lot more sneaky than like the very obvious thing of going to dr google but in reality it is the same thing at the end of the day um it is me searching for someone to reassure me that i'm not evil <laughs> And this might really come as a shock to you, but it's like actually not super chill and fun for the other person in the relationship with you. I know, shocking. Okay, 
Let's do a quick check-in. I know it's kind of early, but that's okay. (laughs) How are you? How are you feeling right now? Like, in your body? Try to relax. Try some square breathing. Do you know what that is? When you, like, inhale for four, and then hold for four, and then exhale for four, and then hold for four again? Maybe let's try it once? Is that weird? Do I care? Let's try it once, and then you can do it more on your own if you feel like it. Also, it doesn't escape me that this might be like its own little encouraging of OCD thing. Me having you check in. Me forcing myself to check in. (sighs) Why do I have to overthink literally? But, you know, it's a point. It's a point is all I'm saying. Um, Now do I have to rethink this whole thing? No. It's fine. It's good. Let's just breathe. (sighs) Okay, ready? Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Three, four. Exhale. Hold. Wow. They, uh, I don't give enough credit to the people in, like, the meditation apps because that is hard to do and direct at the same time (laughs) but good job great yeah so People in your relationships, people you're in a relationship with, don't love constant checking. They don't love verbal displays of your mental illness. (laughs) And that's just the shit, isn't it? Like, as I said before, OCD comes after the things you love and cherish the most. Um, That is true. And people that you're in relationships with definitely fall under that category um and so i encourage you to not try to get in your head too much about like the ocd of it all or the anxiety of it all it's important to recognize it of course um so you can address it and not have it kind of rule your life but you also need to find a way to trust that people you love people in your life know you and are going to recognize that this is this really is an anxiety thing for you but also you can overcome this need too you can um you can overcome this need to check your relationship to check your feelings you can resist the urge to overshare with your partner um OCD is the disorder of doubt and uncertainty. But try to remind yourself that your partner, your friends are all in relationship with you for a reason. And it is generally safe to say that that reason is because they like you. Because they want to be in relationship with you. And also, really, no one is under the impression that you are flawless. 
no one thinks you're perfect. I know, that hurts, doesn't it? It low-key hurt me to say it first to myself and then out loud to you. <laughs> it hurts, but it's also kind of a relief, honestly. Um, no one thinks you're perfect. No one thinks you're perfect. Great. You don't have to be. You don't have to try to be something no one thinks you are to begin with. Okay, there we have it. Um, I guess this is a really short and sweet episode today, um, but I just kind of wanted to talk about relationship OCD and really it all, you know, it's all, it's all OCD at the end of the day. It's all anxiety, really, at the end of the day. Um, but it is a specific, um, you know, it's a specific thing and it's, I think, helpful to recognize how it might show up for you. Um, so if you've been kind of having these thoughts or having these fears, um, and you have OCD and you know this, um, or you have anxiety, like just know that this is a thing, you know, and I hope your relationships are healthy and thriving and are not full of paranoia and anxiety this week. And, you know, if they are, that's okay. These things have a way of working themselves out. I really, I really do believe that. Thank you so much for being here today, um, for tuning in again. I hope this was helpful. And I love you so much. Look for the nut. Oh, man, I almost choked on my own little catchphrase. I'm not re-recording that. Look for the lightness this week, y'all. Let's all try to look for the lightness. All right. Thank you. Goodbye.